If you love all things real estate in Houston, this show is for you. Sounds so exciting. We'll interview mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, special guests, and business owners from right here in the Houston community. This is Houston Inside Out. Hey guys, what's up? It's Houston Inside Out. I am James Jay, and I know I am coming to you guys relatively late today, but I said that I was going to constantly go live and provide as much value as I can to you guys for uh, the entire month at least, and I will continue to do that. And today was really interesting because I did have an opportunity to interview a guy that does multi-family investment, investments, all right? So there's a point to why I wanted to come to you guys because I kind of want to share a little bit about what he talked about today during the interview, which I'll post uh, Monday. Uh, the guy is uh, amazing content, amazing uh, mentor for people that are looking to do multi-family investment. Now, if you're wanting to get into investment property, whether it be single family home or multi-family, I'm going to give you a little, little bit of advice today on things that you look to avoid and things that you can do to save yourself some headaches as you start down the path of investment. Again, it could be multifamily, could be single family. I am now more geared towards multifamily personally. I have been an investor as a single family home investor for about 20 years now. So I have made a lot of mistakes and hopefully I can help you guys avoid some of the mistakes that I made. And so there's several things that, that you can do. Um, as you're looking to purchase an investment property. Now, if you have questions about this or anything else that we talk about this evening, head on over to myhoustoninsideout.com. You can get a lot of information there. There's a lot of resources there. And uh, we are here to help you guys with investment property or multifamily property. We can help you with that as well. So um, take a look at uh, myhoustoninsideout.com and we can help you with that. So First thing uh, you definitely want to do, whether you are looking at investment property for on the multi multifamily side or single family home, the biggest thing is the, the uh, inspection. So you are going to hire an inspector or two, depending on if it's a multifamily property, depending on how, how many units. Um, if you're talking more than technically, if it's more than four units, it's considered commercial property, right? So anything over four units is considered commercial property, at least in the state of Texas. But if you're looking at a, an apartment building, for example, there's a lot more that's going to go into that versus single family. So anything from one to four units is considered single family. Anything above and beyond that is going to be considered commercial real estate. But either way, you want to do your due diligence as it relates to inspection. So you want to look for things that need to be repaired, just like you would if you were purchasing a house to live in. You're looking for things that need to be upgraded, things that need to be repaired, things that you may be able to go back to the seller and renegotiate. Um, if you're purchasing single family, it's this, all this stuff applies to 
rental property. It also applies to your personal residence, same exact thing. The other thing is this to remember, you know, a lot of stuff needs to be upgraded. So if it's an older unit, so if you've got a, a multifamily property, a lot of these properties are older. All right. So if you're looking to purchase a big, uh, big investment property, so 20 units, 30 units, 40 units, there's a lot that goes into it. And typically there's going to be a lot that needs to be upgraded, uh, which is a good thing though. If you're looking to purchase it, you want to have some things that need to be upgraded, repaired, because this is all stuff that you can use in your negotiation. The gentleman I spoke with today, his name's Hector Padilla. He's out of uh, California. HP is in Paul Investments is his company and they do multifamily investment. One of the things that he was talking about is knowing exactly who your client is. What exactly do you want? So if it's a single family property, okay, it's pretty clear. You know, you want to go do your due diligence after you purchase the property, um, you know, doing your due diligence on the actual tenant, right? background checks, um, uh, uh, reference checks, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes people have a tendency to purchase a property and not do all their due diligence because they're so anxious to get somebody into the property. Speaking from experience, right? You buy the property, now you're on the hook for the rent, or excuse me, for the mortgage. And sometimes you may skip some steps, which will get you into trouble. All right, so you wanna make sure you get Thoroughly, thoroughly get thorough in uh, references and uh, check backgrounds thoroughly when it comes to tenants, guys. Nowadays, there's so many services that are out there that can help you do this very, very quickly and very inexpensively. You ultimately pass that on, the cost of it, onto your potential tenant, right? So you don't need to be paying for this. This is something that the tenant's going to pay for. But you do not want to skip this step, all right? That is single family, one through four units or multifamily. It's the same thing. All right. The other thing is, as far as determining what type of tenant you want, if you are looking for single family homes, one through four units, do you want to look at maybe doing government, you know, section eight? All right. I did section eight for years, years. And again, this is one of those things that because the government is guaranteeing you rent each month, sometimes people will skip a step when it comes to evaluating the tenant. Big mistake, I have done it, don't do it. So if you're wanting to get into that type of investment and dealing with the government to get your rent, it does not matter who the rent is coming to, you need to thoroughly check out that tenant. They can do damage and not only to your home, but to your sanity. So you definitely want to uh, not skip the step when it comes to investment property. If you're looking at doing that type of investing and having, you know, the government pay your rents for you and pay the, pay the rents for the tenant, should I say. So uh, again, I'm speaking from experience. You do not want to do it. It will lead you down a really bad road if you skip these steps as far as evaluating your tenants thoroughly, no matter who the rent is being paid by. Definitely something that's key. Um, the other thing is just setting aside money, all right? So setting aside maybe 35, 45% of your rent for emergencies. Not if they happen, it's when, 
it's going to happen and you have to be prepared when you when you have investment property so for example if you're renting out a single family home and just say you're making two three hundred dollars cash flow a month you know you're talking 2400 to 36 hundred dollars a year right it is very easy to quickly a, a bad a really bad um accident at the property or something goes wrong you can wipe that out quickly right quickly so you want to save money is the bottom line save a lot of that money and keep it set aside because something is going to go wrong i'm not speaking negatively i'm a very positive person something's going to go wrong so you want to be prepared have money set aside you also want to have a home warranty especially one to four units right you can have a home warranty on a one to four unit property so home warranty will save you from a lot of uh, additional expenses just like it would if you were living in the property so major major things go on your ac unit goes out water heater breaks down dishwasher all that kind of stuff your home warranty can cover that stuff so you still want to have it no matter whether you're living in the property or not you want to have that because your peace of mind there's no price you can possibly put on what peace of mind is right so again having money set aside and don't count on all 12 months of rent when you're factoring in saving right just just maybe chalk up maybe a month that maybe something goes haywire and you don't get your rent it happens from time to time um in the state of texas a lot of the laws are there to protect tenants specifically they they really look out for tenants in the state of texas so unfortunately people that know or are somewhat educated on the laws of texas they sometimes would drag out a situation where they have to be evicted right i've done it um some people know that you can't and you can't just evict anybody you have there's a process that goes along with that hopefully you don't have to deal with this but if you do this for any length of time you're probably gonna have to evict somebody right it just it's just the nature of this business things happen um but I'm trying to help you guys avoid some of the stuff that I know I personally had to deal with. So the, again, Texas protects tenants very, very well. And, and you know, and, and it, they should, because unfortunately there are some slumlords that are out there that do not take care of properties the way they should. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. All right. There's a lot of uh, uh, just bad properties that people are renting and they can't get things fixed because the landlord is either just too lazy or too cheap to do it. And that is just wrong in every way, shape or form. So if you can't afford to fix the property when it goes, when something needs to be fixed, don't buy one. All right. Or don't rent it. Real simple. Don't don't be that landlord that has people sitting in a house and, and the heat's not working. No. And it's January or February. Don't don't be that person. It is uh, I've, I've come across so many people that are in that situation where they've tried to contact the landlord and could not get a hold of them and said this is broken, this is broken. And the landlord they can't get a hold of them to fix anything. So if you can't fix it, don't buy it. That's my uh, that's my two cents there. So on multifamily though, um, my guy Hector today was talking about the benefits of multifamily. And what I just spoke about as far as tenants vacating properties and then you're on the hook for the rent if they do decide to, to vacate or you have to evict them. 
his point was that if you've got multifamily and someone leaves, you still have cash flow, right? So he is a big, big proponent of multifamily investing because you've got multiple doors, right? So one person leaves, two people leave, three people leave, something happens, you got a big people, you still have income. You are not dependent on that one door. That's how they describe it. It's as a door. So very, very important. I am personally going to focus a lot this year on multifamily. So if you guys have questions about multifamily or single family, just let us know. Reach out to us on uh, myhoustonandsoutout.com and we'll be glad to help you with that. The last thing is getting the leases done. Getting So getting signatures on all the leases and then making sure that if you are going to not renew a lease or not renew with the tenant guys that you let that tenant know well ahead of time right so sometimes the the relationship with your tenant is just not that great during the lease you're getting rent but the relationship may not be that great you're not looking for friends necessarily but you want to have a nice working business relationship with your tenants if you are not going to renew, you need to let these people know ahead of time. And that is in the lease agreement. A lot of times you'll see 30 days that they have to give 30 days notice. I usually will put 60 days, which means I can start working to promote that property or sell it 60 days prior to that lease ending. So there's a lot of little details that go into investing, uh, renting property in the state of Texas. And uh, if, again, if you got questions about it, let us know. But I'm going to air this interview with Hector sometime, uh, probably like every Monday. Uh, great content, guys. So look out for it. Head over to myhoustoninsideout.com. Also subscribe to the podcast, Houston Inside Out. Podcast is Houston Inside Out. It's iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff. So reach on over to uh, reach out to us there at myhoustoninsideout.com. And if you have any questions about investing in real estate, guys, you can reach me there. You can also call me at 832-271-1708. 832-271-1708. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great day. And I will talk with you guys on the next episode of Houston Inside Out. <laughs>